It's up to us as the living generation of our nations to own and to define our nationhood. Rooted in our histories, but functional in a modern world. That's our responsibility. Nobody else's. But think about what nationhood is in its essence. It's not a government program. It's not something that Ottawa or Victoria or any other nation can deliver to us. You went too far and you couldn't defend, oh no. When will the promise to send, no. My name is Sharon Denemy and we believe in solo. Together we will engage in all things related to our journey towards self-government. This podcast, Stalo Signal, is the audio component to our very independent newsletter by the same name. In this episode, we're going to explore self-government. What does it mean to be a sovereign nation? And with all that our Stalo Hohomo communities have been working towards, from negotiating a government-to-government relationship with Canada and writing a constitution that our members will vote on in November, what does self-government mean? That quote that you heard at the top of the show was from a speech given by Miles Richardson, former president of the Haida Nation and Chief Commissioner of the BC Treaty Commission. He's a powerful leader and it's a really rousing talk. We'll put a link to it in the notes for the show found on our multimedia page at www.sxta.bc.ca. So he says that nationhood is not a government program. It's not something that anybody can deliver to us. We make it and we breathe life into it. And that message is so relevant as we move along this treaty path toward a vote on our constitution. So here's Miles Richardson again. But that's, that's our challenge today, is to define our nationhood in terms of our people and in terms of our territory and the worldview, our particular worldview that binds those together. And building good, strong and appropriate modern governance is key to defining that nationhood. Governance is an important part of treaty making, and this is something Grand Chief Joe Hall used to say often. He would talk about getting rid of the confusion around what governance actually is. The Stalo Nation, uh, as an example, uh, it provides services to the community members, and too often people have come to believe that services are governance, and, and, and quite, quite to the contrary, uh, service delivery is a product of governance. Uh, governance is actually the the, the whole being uh, and delivery of policies that the programs uh, can operate under, that are implemented under. We will be doing an episode all about the Constitution, which will explain in more detail the proposed governance system and how our six communities, Achlitz, Lakamel, Yakakuyus, Skokale, Squialuk, and Chiapton, will work together on this path to nationhood. And you could always check out the Constitution section on our website in the meantime. But let's stick to this big picture of governance for now. What does self-government mean or what is self-governance? It's an opportunity. It's an opportunity to grow and to flourish and to do things in our community that is driven by our community, that is the vision and dreams of our community for a better future for our citizens, um, our grandchildren, our great-grandchildren. That's Chief Alice Thompson of the Camel. We'll let her introduce herself. My traditional name is Mecha. Um, I am from the Camel First Nation. Uh, 
been the uh, chief counselor for Lacamo First Nations since uh, April of 2006. I've been on council since uh, 2000. The biggest job that we've ever had was to bring the community together, to make um, our community whole so that we can make those healthy decisions together because we are in it together and we've heard that catchphrase a lot lately. We're in it together and we need to start steering that canoe in the direction that everybody wants to see. So Chief Thompson told Stella Signal that she's always had a sense that self-government really was the right path for her community. When I was working with previous councils, um, I introduced the concept of self-governance and self-government. I would have to say in the late 80s, early 90s, and at that time, we weren't ready. We were still building ourselves up. So part of the work Chief Thompson and other SXT leaders have been doing while working on the big picture constitution is visiting other self-governing communities. Did you hear our What is Treaty episode? We talk about some Indigenous communities in Canada that are already out from under that racist Indian Act that Winona Hall talked about in episode 2 and 4. Well, here's Chief Derek F.F. Chapton describing his visit to one of those self-governing places. So I had the opportunity to uh, go to Nanutsiavit, which consisted of, I believe it was six uh, different communities, similar style to what we have uh, proposed with individual communities who still uh, operate uh, independently, but they also come together as a collective uh, national government to take on uh, various uh, jurisdictions and issues at a national level. But we had a really good opportunity to meet with a lot of their citizens and uh, some of their administration uh, from Nain and, and got to spend some time uh, discussing the pros and cons to their self-governing agreement. We even, we met a local uh, there who, who offered to take us out in their territory on a snowmobile, uh, which was really cool because that's something that I, I think that to show us the, the beauty of their territory and why they uh, went down the road of self-governance as well because they had the jurisdiction to protect their territory then, uh, which definitely, you know, rang true to what we're trying to do here as well because land is, um, you know, scarce for us. Uh, as individual Indian Act bands and, and we want to do our best to, to be stewards of our territory and protect our territory and it was definitely a good experience to go see what they're protecting and why it's so important. I can't even imagine this place Chief at visited but for those of you who would like to see more we'll make sure that we add those images into the notes for this episode. So Chief Epp will tell us more in a second but let's make sure we get back to Chief Thompson. She visited a self-governing community too, one that is a little bit closer to home. The Minoulth Treaty was signed back in 2011 and covered five communities on western Vancouver Island. An SXTA delegation went to visit back in February. Well, our, our trip to, to see the Minoulth group was actually to find out uh, information uh, from the treaty groups uh, on their experience and, and also some of their expectations from that treaty process. So we traveled to Vancouver Island to Euclid, uh, to Tufino, and then finishing off with Vancouver, where we met up with another nation. So parkas were not necessary, but I heard that the place they stayed in Euclid was beautiful. And one of the things Chief Thompson and the others were most interested in looking at was the governance system adopted by five connected, but diverse, and geographically divergent communities. Well, what I found from their governance is that each of them were unique in their own nature. It wasn't a, a cookie-cutter process. Um, they each defined what governance meant to themselves. It wasn't uh, what was good for me is good for the next nation. Mm -hmm. um, from my understanding and talking to a couple of the individuals is that 
their community helped uh, to develop what governance meant for them. So it wasn't, uh, here it is, this is a governance structure you're mm -hmm. going to be functioning under. Um, each of them developed uh, what that would look like for themselves. It is so interesting to hear from people on the ground in these self-governing communities. And I know that that's what our members say. What do the people who are living under self-government say? There's always going to be a diversity of opinions and opportunity for more dialogue. But Chief Thompson said this. Well, I wouldn't have to ask, uh, do you want to do it again? Because I heard that very clearly. They would do it all over again. And that was very encouraging for me. Um, what I did want to ask perhaps is uh, how have the benefits been um, experienced by the community members themselves? Like, is it better than it was before? Are there any recommendations you could make to us um, as, the, as a Stala who are in treaty? Chief Up had a great takeaway to offer from his visit too. One thing that rang true to me that I think we're extremely fortunate about here is that we have the ability to retain uh, capacity within our citizens. If you know, people build capacity by becoming educated or, or getting a specific skill set. So in order to do that, they have to leave their small towns or small villages to go get uh, post-secondary education or any kind of training. And when they do that, so for some of them, it's their first time leaving Nain and leaving where they uh, have called home. And then they go to a big city like St. John. So when individuals go to uh, build capacity, it's rare that they actually come back to utilize that capacity in their towns or within their own governing system. So uh, one thing I really learned and could appreciate was the fact that we have such an opportunity to build capacity within our own communities. And? A big takeaway would just be is that if we're taking down a jurisdiction or a service, we need to be doing better than the existing service or program that is being offered to our membership. But like Chief Thompson, he also had some aspects of the governance system he would have liked to hear more about. I would have loved to ask more about their decision-making process and a bit more about their incremental steps to jurisdiction. They are taking more of an incremental approach, which I thought was very smart of them. So they're not drawing down all the jurisdictions uh, similar to, to what Tuasen did. Tuasen drew down all jurisdictions at once. And they actually have seats for members who don't live within their treaty settlement land or live within any of their communities. So that would have been cool to dive a bit more into as well. We are just about to wrap up this episode of Stalo Signal. So many thanks to our leadership, especially those we heard from on this episode. What does self-governance mean? We've talked so much that I just wanted to swing back to Miles Richardson again. Nation to nation is a high standard. Each of us has to be able to sort those issues out. Not perfectly. It doesn't have to be absolute perfection in that definition, but sufficient to meet that threshold of representing a people and a territory with a common worldview and decision-making process. We'd really love to hear from you. Any comments, any questions, or really any ideas for any future episodes, contact us at outreach at sxta.bc.ca. Remember that our website, www.sxta.bc.ca, has tons of information, videos, podcast episodes, and documents about SXTA. We're all in this together, as Chief Thompson said. We believe in Stalo. We might not have all the answers, but... I think the biggest thing I would want to tell our community is that we're ready. You know, we are more than ready to, to begin to implement services and programs that exceed any of the expectations and programs and services we have now. 
We are ready, ready to vote on our constitution in November. Next episode will tell you more about that. Until then, I'm Sharon Denny, and this is Dollar Signal Podcast.